Welcome to our Tag One Team Talk on automating infrastructure with EKS and Pulumi to deploy new enterprise web applications in minutes. I'm Michael Myers, the Managing Director of Tag One Consulting, and I'm joined today by two very special guests, Jeff Sheltron, our CIO, and Travis Whitehead, one of our senior infrastructure engineers. Our talk is broken down into two segments. This first part, we're going to be talking about the business problems and challenges that large enterprises face. And in part two, we're going to talk about the infrastructure solution and really dig under the hood and talk about the technology and how it works. So be sure to check that out. Um, we're going to be talking about, you know, this is a real world project that we're doing for one of the largest companies in the world, a top Fortune 500 organization. We can't disclose who they are. The work is done under a confidentiality agreement. But I think that, you know, they and, and most other large enterprises share the same common problem. And that's that, you know, they need to launch applications all the time. And they have a limited amount of technology resources to make that happen. And there are groups and departments that don't have a lot of funding. And there are groups and departments that have insane amounts of funding. And what, you know, the holy grail for these organizations is, you know, a turnkey system. You know, a user can go to a, a website, a portal, plug in some information and spin up a highly complex custom application in minutes, right? Reducing the business user's reliance on technology freeing technology resources up to focus on other things, giving small departments access to the same powerful technology that big departments have, and so on. And, you know, I, I think that some organizations have made progress on at least the templating application side of things we're going to talk about. I think they've made a lot less progress on the infrastructure. Few have done both. And, and that's the really exciting thing here is we've, we've had the success on the software side and now we are uh, automating the infrastructure side as well. So that, you know, there are these two different problems. There's the software component and there's the infrastructure component. You know, Jeff, can you give us a, a little bit of a better understanding of like the, the, the software side of things and the business challenges? You know, I touched on it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, in this case, we're kind of targeting a common set of, of modules and functionality for websites, internal websites for the company. So this is a number of things like in, integration with their single sign-on, integration with like a standardized search interface or the ability for your site to be indexed and, and shown in the search of like the main company intranet site. There's been, you know, we've been working there for years developing these really large websites and developed a lot of custom code that is super useful and integrates into all the different aspects of the business, you know, whether that's financial, HR related, you name it. And the goal here being giving these smaller groups the ability to take all those tools and not even have to understand them, but be able to implement them and leverage them for their own website. So yeah, tons of functionality out of the box that they can leverage, the ability to spin them up really quickly. Also, you know, not only does it help on the, you know, the expediting, you know, release and empowering, you know, people to, to be in control of technology and, and the small business units to have that large capability, 
maintaining applications is a huge challenge to these organizations, right? Right. They are launching a lot of them. You know, you know, I would imagine that there are advantages here, you know, versus technology sprawl. You know, is that something that, you know, organizations struggle with? You know, how does this help on that front? Definitely. I mean, you see people just fighting the same battles over and over again. So being able to just solve it once and share that code and, and have it leveraged by different groups is awesome. Let me think where I was going with that. So in this particular case, I, I think what's really great is being able to have kind of a, a single code repository for a website. And we're going to use that to deploy all of these turnkey websites. And so being able to maintain that super easily if there's a security patch or whatever that comes out, we can just apply it in one place and easily deploy it everywhere. It's not these individual business groups having to like hire on their own web developers and, and do their own maintenance. So being able to run a website without ever thinking about like neither the infrastructure maintenance nor the software maintenance is like a, a dream come true. It's like, you know, Squarespace and all these companies that are like push button spin me up a website and I want this theme that looks nice and all that. Most companies don't have that ability and everyone's having to kind of recreate the same thing over and over again. So being able to have a website that's already ready and integrated with their SSO using the company font and company theme and even cool things like editorial workflows. So having a super customizable workflow where people can basically create a version of the website before it goes live and have that ability to have different editors and administrators review it and, and approve it. And then just like a one-click push button and suddenly all that new content is live. These are the kind of things that people would love to have, but they can't create on their own. Yeah, th this organization has really fostered like internal open source and, and sharing of code so that you know, different projects develop integrations into different systems or you know, create features and functionality like content staging, and that gets incorporated back into this base template that people can then launch off of, and you know, just getting more and more and more functionality out of the box. I saw a site that they stood up for a demo and it looked amazing, like, you know, complete corporate look and feel like it looked like the company, <laughs> you know, like I was like, it, it looks so much more impressive than it was. It was a simple demo, <laughs> you know? And mm -hmm. I, I was like, wow, you guys have done so much. So it, it looks great. And I know that, you know, a lot of these, you know, in, in, in really large enterprises, you know, things have to go through security reviews. There's usability, mm -hmm. accessibility audits, and, you know, there's a lot of compliance. And so I, I that's another huge advantage, you know, in, in, you know, reducing the amount of resource burden. You know, this application template, this distribution, whatever you want to call it, has been reviewed and approved. And so, you know, the, the, you know, the security team, you know, they have less to review, you know, the compliance teams, they, you know, so it's like you're able to get things done faster and you're reducing the workload on all these other different groups and departments. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's really helping everybody in the organization focus on driving value and not reinventing the wheel. It's, it's not just like the technologists building the same features and functionality over and over again. It's, you know, the accessibility people having to review the same thing 10 times and the security team saying, this is fine. And so that's, that's great. At the same time, you know, there is no cookie cutter model, right? There's no one size fits all. And so, 
you know, these application templates can be a good starting point, but what happens when, you know, I, as, you know, a, a department, you know, go beyond the constraints of what that offers me. Maybe I want to change something, add something, you know, mm -hmm. do I have that ability to do that? Yeah. So I think kind of what, what we're aiming for with this project is, you know, our main priority is make it super simple for business groups without developer resources to be able to spin up a website. There's obviously going to be groups that that what we've designed doesn't quite fit their needs and they need to customize it, you know, in which case it's super easy to kind of plug in. Maybe they, they want to fork our Git repo and make some code changes to the website. We can certainly accommodate that and still host it on the same infrastructure. The other side of it is we've created all this infrastructure as code. So it's super easy for anyone with enough experience around deploying things like that to AWS could just take our Pulumi code, deploy their own EKS clusters, databases, cache servers, everything else, and have a, you know, whatever size website they need, maybe not a super small one, like we're targeting for the most part, they could, they could have a custom website and deploy it using our uh, templates as a starting point, or even you know, for the most part, they're going to cover 99% of people's needs. Uh, and it would mostly be kind of website side development, I would say. Yep. And there are always going to be uh, technologists and technology teams and even projects that rightfully need uh, really custom builds. And, you know, on the extreme end, that's still possible, you know, so you, so you have the templatized approach that you can stand up turnkey you can graduate to customize that with your own development resources. You can customize that greatly and or start from complete custom, you know, with some shared components. So it, it, you know, the idea is to try and meet the needs of everyone across the organization. And I remember, you know, they, they have some really exciting long-term plans, you know, infrastructure as a service as a base level, a platform as a service on top of that, and then a SaaS solution. And, you know, as a, as a, you know, a business unit or a technology team, you can come in anywhere along the stack, you know, the business users use the SaaS platform for these turnkey solutions, you know, but they're not tied to it. You know, they can, they can graduate up and down this stack and, you know, the technology team has sort of standards and, you know, on, on the extreme end, you could violate everything within reason, but it's like, good luck and God bless. And, and you have to understand your, you know, your maintenance costs, your security constraints and things of that nature. But to the degree that you stay in like the first two buckets, there's, you know, uh, a lot of win for everybody, you know, reduced maintenance, reduced, you know, compliance and security and all these standards. So no restrictions, you know, you know, and, and I think that's critical, you know, an organization needs to be able to do what it needs to do to be successful building a system that says, you know, you can only do this, you know, is, is going to lead to circumvention and people jumping right to the free for all, which, you know, is, is sort of the last resort, right? You don't want to mm -hmm. prohibit people entirely from doing it. You want to disincentivize them, you know, and incentivize them to do things that are going to benefit them and, and you as a, as a technology organization. 
So yeah, and just just to add to what you were saying earlier too, like with the question of what happens if you want that extra customizability, that that approach is not just forking the common distribution and then maintaining your own separate thing. The really great part about this pattern is that when they go out and they decide, okay, we are going to pay someone to build this customization, that gets submitted back to the shared distribution. So you might be a little group without the budget to like go out and build all these custom features, but as soon as one other group does decide to do that, everybody else gets it for free. And that's, that's the really great part about working from that common distribution in the first place. Tremendous power. Excellent. Well, thank you guys for, for giving a sense of the, the business goals and challenges and, and how we're solving it. Please stick around for part two, where we're going to dig under the hood and talk about how, from an infrastructure standpoint, we make all of this happen and enable these business users to stand up these applications very quickly through automation. We're going to put all of the links in the show notes under the video, so be sure to check those out. Uh, if you like this talk, please remember to upvote, share, and subscribe. You can check out our past talks at tagone.com slash tagoneteamtalks. As always, we would love your input and feedback on this topic, on uh, ideas for future topics. You can reach us at tagoneteamtalks at tagoneconsulting.com. And again, a huge thank you, Jeff and Travis, for joining us. And to all of our listeners, take care. Uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks. Thanks. Bye.